You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello everyone, it's Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Hi, this is Katie. And this is Nathan. And you're listening to Queen's Podcast, the show about badass women in history. So, Nathan. Hey, Katie, what's up? Happy Halloween! Oh. <laughs> that was that was the Nathan werewolf. Yeah, that wasn't a real werewolf. That was that wasn't that was just Nathan. I swear Don't worry, <laughs> we're okay. So, who are we so, talking about today? We are talking about the infamous Elizabeth Bathory, Blood Countess. Yeah. <laughs> But actually, probably not not anywhere near as bad as everybody. no, not not near as bad as what. But what I found was like she was most like um, to me. Anytime that someone says Dracula, I go, "Oh, Vlad the Impaler." Yeah, and then not a lot of stuff that Vlad the Impaler does is in like Stombroker's book. Yeah, so it's like uh... it's actually. Elizabeth Bathory is probably the main influence for Dracula. Um, So she's famous for being just like an evil bitch who murdered everyone she could get her hands on and said that she would kill virgins to bathe in their blood. She's actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most prolific female serial killer. Well, I don't know how they actually measure. I want to get that on some business cards. <laughs> I'm the most prolific female serial killer. So she allegedly killed anywhere between uh, 35 and 650 people. <laughs> That's a pretty big gap. <laughs> so, so Nathan, tell us about this drink. It's delicious. Um, so it's called Vampire's Blood. Obviously, obviously. Um, so keeping it spooky, kids. Yeah. So it's rum. Pineapple juice, a little bit of like orange liqueur, and then grenadine syrup. And you like put the grenadine syrup around the. So it looks like you got to give it a rim, like a rim job. You got to give your drink a rim Gross. job. <laughs> um, and we've started putting pictures of our drinks up on on our lips and site. So if you want to see what we're drinking, I'll probably put them on Twitter and other social medias because I'm a social media whore. But <laughs> I'm just a whore. It just looks really cool. And Nathan's just a whore. Um, so let's put her into perspective in history. She was born August 7th, 1560 in Hungary. And Hungary was like shitload of war. <laughs> Hungary was a very different place. Like I feel like by the late 1500s, um, a lot of Europe was kind of starting to leave the medieval ages and be in the renaissance. And Hungary was like, nah, we are good. 
being medieval. <laughs> we are yeah. not we are not interested in progressing or learning anything. Nope. We're fun. We're Leave just us alone. Yeah. So <laughs> she was born to a really powerful super rich powerful family. family. Like, they basically family. they basically like own Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hmm. Vampires like, much? And like <laughs> OMG. Her her father's brother was like one of the highest ranking officials in Hungary. His title was the Void Void of Transylvania. <laughs> I don't think that's how you say it. Void Vode. Void Vode. I like Void Void better. <laughs> of Transylvania, which basically meant he was like a prince of Transylvania. I don't I don't feel like going and describing that Yeah, title. no. She was the niece to the king of Poland from her mom's side. Yeah. So. And um, her mother and her father were both Bathory's. Um, like you do in the medieval times. Yeah, you're like, you marry your fucking cousin. Yeah, you, you marry your cousin <laughs> to keep everybody, all the money in the family and keep the bloodline pure, so. Their family tree didn't have a lot of branches. No. <laughs> it was more like a stick. No. <laughs> That's it. Just keep in mind, they're super prolific, um, super rich, super powerful people in a kind of backwards land at the time Uh, yeah that's that's to put it lightly her education (laughs) for a girl in hungary is really impressive well for anyone anyone hell yeah but people weren't like i feel like we've talked about like catherine of aragon was like at a similar time maybe a little you know a little earlier but like it was stylish then to educate your daughters really well that wasn't the case in hungary but for some reason i mean even the nobles weren't Mm. educated no like it was their education was usually more focused on war because that's <laughs> that's what you did that's what you did like but she spoke greek latin german it's just crazy like that wasn't normal she did math and just yeah yeah and she was said to be really really smart and beautiful yeah like, and gorgeous. and from like the richest family in the country, so... So, in her childhood, she suffered from seizures and fits of rage. Yeah. Um, there were, like, it was a hereditary, so there was some Probably because of all the inbreeding. Yeah, when you marry your cousin. Think, um, Viserys Targaryen. Is that how you say his first Viserys. name? Viserys. But whatever. Danny's crazy older brother. Yes, yes. That's, that's what I kept thinking whenever, like, I would read about her fits of rage. Yeah, it's like, oh, she crazy. Oh, and that's funny that we bring up a Targaryen. No spoiler alerts for Game of Thrones, by the way. Yeah. Uh, this is all, like, season one. The legend behind it was her, her like, great-great-great-great-grandfather was mm-hmm. Vitus, and he apparently killed a dragon by stabbing it three times and was awarded all this fucking And they're life. like, oh, wow, you killed a, gra- you so, killed a dragon. You should probably be in charge. Dragons are real. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. But Who the knows? last name Bathory comes from that, and it means brave. Yep. So her family was known to be, like, super brave and brutal. And one of her uh, relatives was the Prince of Transylvania, and he was... I read that he would just, like, randomly stop being a prince and be like, hey, I'm gonna go over here and go crazy, and somebody can take care of the land, and... and I'll come back whenever I'll come back and be like, hey, I'm the prince, and then leave again. I'm good again, <laughs> and oh, feeling the crazy's coming so, back. So, like, like I said, it was hereditary. Mm-hmm. Like, this was something that, after you... Well, that's the- what happens when everybody... Marries their fucking cousins. <laughs> Don't bone your cousins. Spread it out. <laughs> you heard it here. Queen's podcast. We do not endorse boning your cousin. <laughs> but um, her family was fucking brutal. Yeah. Brutal. They were brutal and they owned a lot of land and they just weren't 
friendly rulers, I would say. So there was this story that, okay, it's probably not true. I don't know. But there's I heard this, it so it, much. It could be. It could be. A lot of Bath, Elizabeth Bathory stuff is going to be like, I don't know. We don't know. Sure it's just not. legend. But no, yeah, um, go but ahead. But there was a story that her father caught a gypsy stealing and... So they beat the fucking shit out of him, mm-hmm. and there's a dying horse, and they decide, mm, let's sew him up there and let him sew decay. him up in the horse. He'll just decay. I I read like, that, but they like left his head sticking out. Yeah, and then, so he could be like, help me, <laughs> and people just had to be like, nah, I don't want to get sewed up in the and horse. And I read that he would like walk Elizabeth next to it every day and be like, see, that's what happens when you when, yeah you, when you disobey and you fuck up, then we're gonna sew you into a horse. <laughs> sew you into a horse. <laughs> Uh, not go to your room. Go to your horse. <laughs> go to your dying horse. Well, dead now, I'm assuming. Well, yeah. Anyway. At this time, well, in Europe, in European history, serfs were really common all over the place. Oh, yeah. They were common But um, too. by this time, most, all of Western Europe pretty much didn't have serfs anymore. Hungary was still all about that. And yeah. Yeah. so just a brief description of what that meant. It was kind of like you were born and it's like slavery, but not like they had their own houses and but like the land that you were born onto that you couldn't leave. You you served the noble who ruled over. Yeah. It. And if they said, hey, bitch, come clean my house. You, you had to go clean their house. Yeah. So but in return of you being a serf, the lords would like protect you against invaders and other bad guys, which were like a serious threat then when this part of the world is at war with each other all the time. Yeah. Um, in 1514, there was a peasant's uprising. It was squashed. Yeah, the nobility ended up, like, burning the leader alive. And they decided to make, like, this certain set of laws called the Tripartitum. And it basically said, you are nobility or you're a peasant. Yeah. If you are a peasant, you serve nobility. No middle class. And they can do whatever the fuck they want to with you. Yeah. One day a week, you have to go serve this noble house. So she's growing up the generation after this really bitter uprising. So she's taught her whole life, like, you are better than them. They live to serve you. You can do what you want with them. Sell them up in the fucking horse. Like, whatever. That was fucking common back then. Yeah. It was common. They were, they were, they did not, what's the spare the rod, spoil the child, spare the rod, spare, spare the dying horse, spoil the surf. <laughs> <laughs> then whenever she was 13. Maybe had a baby. Maybe baby. <laughs> Um, it's everywhere. It's in all the it's stories. It's all her like, stories. They talk about her having a, a love child with a peasant at age 13. And then it was like whisked away right after she had it. Given to like a family. A peasants to be like, hey, yo, you take care of this baby because we don't want it to get killed. Yeah. Like, um, we can't have this. <laughs> you do something with this. And slightly off topic, but like later in life, her oldest son who like she, was going to take all her shit because he was the oldest son. Yeah. Um, he he wrote letters in Romania that said that he was the legitimate heir, which makes me think that, like, maybe. why do you have to say that you're the legitimate heir? Everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe her, maybe his dad had other, had bastards or whatever. Yeah, that's, uh, well, I think that she had I, him too. Because I think I read that it was, this was a girl, the mm-hmm. one that, uh, that uh, she gave away at 13. Oh. Uh. And anyway, supposedly, because she was already engaged, 
by 13, of course. And because um, history is depressing. And <laughs> uh, supposedly after the baby was born, her fiance, who we'll get to in a bit, had the peasant like eaten alive by dogs. Or yeah. something. Yeah. So, which made me think of Ramsey Bolton. So, there's yeah. a lot of Game of Thrones shit in this episode. Yeah, he, like, chopped off his dick and then fed Threw- him to, to the dogs. And like. then let the dogs eat the guy. Oh, how lovely. Because, uh, did we mention that Hungary was a really scary place in the 1500s? <laughs> and he was, uh, Ferenc was, like, 19 or yeah. 20 so, at the well, time? Yeah, so, well, she, um, okay, so... When she was 11, she was engaged to Ferenc Nadasti. 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 I've heard it. Nasty D. Nasty. I've heard it pronounced Nadasti. Nadasti. I'll have to Nadasti. go consult my Hungarian. But I kind of, I kind of like Frank Nasty. Frank Nasty. Ferenc Nadasti. We're calling him Frank Nasty. Anyway, so her and Frank Nasty um, got engaged when she was 11. And married by the time she was 15. But even at 15, it was obvious she was not going to be, like, some housewife. No. You no. know? She, um, she kept her last name because he was from a slightly lower status than she was. And yes. he actually, like, hyphenated her last name onto... <laughs> Feminism! I know. I mean, around, around the house, like, the servants all called her Lady Nadasty. Nasty. They all called her Lady Nasty. <laughs> But, like, her official title was still Barathe. Yeah. yeah so. so, for their wedding, her husband gave her this castle, Castis. Um, and, I mean, he was just trying to get some booty and mm-hmm. <laughs> gave her this big-ass castle. It's, like, <laughs> in these, I always hear about, like, people giving each other wedding presents. Me and Steve did... Our present was, hey, we don't have to plan this wedding anymore. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, he's like, here, here's a fucking castle. Here's a fucking castle. I need to go to Steve and be like, I need a castle. I need, I need a retroactive... Uh, castle built? Castle, castle present gift? Present gift? Wedding gift? Yeah, that, that. that. <laughs> so, Kashti's castle had like 17 villages mm-hmm. associated with it. And that's a lot of fucking taxes and serfs. Yeah, so like, yeah, if you owned the castle, the villages around it, the serfs were yours, and they paid taxes to you, and they, you know, cleaned your house when you needed them to, or whatever. Like, come on over. But that wasn't there, I mean, but combined, we're mainly going to talk about Kashtis, because that's kind of like the famous site of all the things that went Mm -hmm. down. But they had like five or six castles in Hungary, and then they had one in Austria. She was rich as fuck. Like, they... They had lots of, yeah. And there were, uh, what was it, 4,000, 5,000 people invited 4, to their wedding? 4,500, yeah. roughly, people invited to their wedding. And this bedding ceremony wasn't... It wasn't, like... As bad as, like, it's still weird. and all but that. But I thought this was interesting. Um, so they get married, and then they have the bedding ceremony, and then after the marriage is consummated... Then they have all the feasting and the partying. Ooh, that's interesting. Which, I mean, makes sense because, like... Less pressure. Less less pressure and, like, I don't know. I was really full and drunk after my wedding. So... <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of wanting to do anything except Yeah, sleep. yeah. Sure, <laughs> the marriage was consummated. Then they'd have the party and, and they'd have a joust, <laughs> they had jousting and feasting and... Um, and the two seemed, like, really to work together it well. It seemed to be seemed, a good But match. what I read is that, like... 
right after they got married, he got whisked away to, like, Vienna to go get educated. So it was like, he really didn't oh, yeah. see her that much. So that's what made the marriage healthy. And something that's interesting <laughs> is, like, he could barely read. And he's, like, from mm-hmm. a high-up nobility. And so that shows you the difference in education here as opposed to, like, some of our queens we've done in, like, Italy or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he could barely read his education. So, like, when he's whisked off to finish his education, maybe there was a little reading in there, but it's so that he could write letters about war. Like, yeah. it, was, it was battle. Like, mm-hmm. he, wasn't, he wasn't reading Aristotle. <laughs> Hungarians just wanted to kill people. Yeah. But, yeah, so they, they had a happy marriage by all accounts, but they didn't have their first kid until they'd been married for 10 years because he was never around and there were all like like we said there, there were, he was away a lot and mm-hmm. there were these rumors that she took all these kind of lovers both men and women yeah there's like a rumor that oh she went to her bisexual aunt's house so she must be gay yeah like <laughs> i think it's pretty cool that she had a she had an openly aunt at this bisexual. time who was openly, I read gay, but bisexual even still at those well, standards. Well, yeah, at, at, those, at those times she that's, was, That's I mean, crazy, yeah. like, that. that's how powerful they were. Any any other woman, any peasant woman that was like, I'm gay, they'd be like, she's a witch or something. <laughs> and she's like, I'm gay, and everyone's like, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, boo. Cool. <laughs> so uh, there was a lot of war, and the Hungarians are fighting some bitches off, and there's all these, like, little tribes and clans, but mainly... We're going to talk about the Ottoman Turks. Yeah. They were at war with the Ottoman Turks, and her husband was brutal as fuck. He got the nickname the Black Knight of Hungary. That's terrifying. <laughs> Makes something, me shiver. Something we forgot to mention earlier, um, when he was away, there's a rumor that she may have contracted syphilis, Ooh. which would explain some of the crazies. Oh. Along with just like her natural crazies. I think she had the natural crazies. Maybe and... she's born with it. Maybe she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to eat. <laughs> oh, uh, but no, so like while he was away warring, she was put in charge of everything. Yeah, she's defending all the land and the territory. She doesn't have like <laughs> Yeah, she's in charge of all their territories. She's in charge of, you know, their household budgets. Making sure that things run right. Um, if there's a crisis, making sure that they're defended. She's um, being basically the most powerful woman in that region of the world. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and every time that, that that like he would come home from battle, I read that they would throw these huge ass parties. Huge, like huge, huge. She huge, <laughs> biggest parties. She would, yeah. So she'd get all the serfs, like be like. Come on, guys, come clean this place. Um, come serve us. We got... Come serve us, serfs. Come. Serfs up. <laughs> serfs up. <laughs> Sorry oh, about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Sometimes I'm just mad that I didn't think of something. <laughs> like, I just wish I would have thought of serfs up. <laughs> anyway. So everything's coming up roses, right? Mm, no. <laughs> in fact, this is where shit just gets, like, crazy. While he was in service, he actually was the fucking leader of yeah, the he Hungarian became, army. He became the leader of the Hungarian army. Like, top dog. Like, And he gets this reputation as being this brutal as fuck war leader. And like, how crazy. brutal do you have to be? If, for a Hungarian. <laughs> for people that sew people up in horses to be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, right. This guy's brutal. So, you know. 
while he's away warring and shit, she even becomes more fucking rich. Yes! (laughs) And Farinick donates money to the war cause, or lends money to the war cause, to King Matthias II of Hungary. Uh, Yeah, they're so rich, they're giving... They're giving loans to the fucking king. Yeah. Here you go, king. Here's some money. You want some money? And this uh, count named George Thurzo, who's like, Thurzo, like, keep that name in mind. He's a big fucking deal. Yeah, he's going to come back later in the picture. Yeah. So whenever he gets back from battle, that's whenever he starts to get really into torturing people. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, he was a war leader, so he would capture prisoners and torture them. So he learned all of these techniques. And so he's showing Elizabeth the ropes on how to fucking torture people. This is how you beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that's a good place for us to take a little break, top off our drinks, and let you guys hear from our friends at Wine and Crime who, I don't know, maybe just torturing people made me think of them. (laughs) (laughs) Hang in there. We'll be back. Hey, true crime fans. Have you listened to Wine and Crime yet? We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by three childhood friends who chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash our worst Minnesotan accents. Each week, us gals pick a true crime topic and pair it with a delicious wine before delving into the background and psychology behind the crime. Then we share and speculate wildly about a couple of bonkers cases related to the topic. Past episodes include necrophilia, cults, Crimes of passion, cruise ship disappearances, exorcisms gone wrong, all this over a bottle of wine, or let's be real, three. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod, and check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Cheers! So we're back. And Elizabeth is still beating the shit out of everybody. She's really <laughs> coming into her own. She's yeah. really blossoming as a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. She was tearing out fingernails. Ooh. You know, if you talk shit about her, she'd sew your mouth shut. Ugh. Yeah, that's pretty common, though, for the time. I don't uh, know that sew your mouth shut. Was, yeah, the sewing the mouth shut. I mean, a little extreme. Um, <laughs> yeah, things just start to get fucking weird. And like once story about like the first time that he shared his hobby of torturing people with her what do you do in your spare time yeah how do you and your husband bond torture um she taught he taught her how this one technique called star kicking this is fucked up and so they'd um take strips of paper and like soak them in oil and then put them in between the servant girl's toes and then light the piece of paper on fire. So it was said, like, out of pain, the ser- servant girl would kick violently. And she would see stars in her eyes because of the pain. So, star kicking. Oh, my God. So, and, he, and he's also said to have brought back this torture contraption that he used on the battlefield. It's like this claw thingy. <laughs> and you'd put it someone's hand in it, and it would just rip the flesh off. Just right off. Oh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Um, but... he. It said that like he would get off on seeing her torture girls. Oh, yeah. So he would like um, fuck a servant girl, and then like let Lizzie find out, 
And, and she would, like, go find the servant girl and fucking beat the shit out of her. Torture her, beat the shit out of her, and then... He would be like, oh, let me go Frank jump off. Frank Nasty would be, <laughs> would get so off on it that then they would, and it was just like a vicious cycle over and over of what? these poor girls. Frank Nasty. Uh. But on the upside... As a mom, she was pretty good. Like, she was really good to her children. Yeah, she, she was made... taking breaks from torturing her serfs and like, hey, I'm going to have some babies. Have some babies. Mm-hmm. And um, she uh, gave them good education mm-hmm. and they like, were all, like, they had, they had good childhood. It was three girls, two boys. The littlest boy, I mean, the oldest boy died. Like, mommy, he wasn't the oldest. Yeah. But <laughs> he was the one that was born first. <laughs> um, she started having kids in 1785 and ended in 1798. Um, so I'm just going to kind of run down on their names and do it in the American version because my vernacular for Hungarian is not very good. No, I need you to, I need you to do it like in the actual. (sighs) (laughs) Someone's going to give us a one star review. (laughs) They do not speak Hungarian properly. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So their names are Anna, Catherine, Andre. He's the one that died. Mm -hmm. Paul and, oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Ursula. Yes. We went to a Halloween party last night and we saw an Ursula at like a lady dressed as Ursula and her husband. Husband was King or Prince Eric. It was cute. And, yeah, cute. but I was like, that's a strange coupling. And then they explained, oh, our daughter, who we didn't bring to the party, is Ariel. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, because I was yeah. like, that's okay. That's weird. <laughs> but uh, oh, BT Dubs, I want as David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust. He looked fantastic. <laughs> I'll post those up on the website. Too. Okay, good. <laughs> anyway, there were letters from Elizabeth about her kids, and you you could really tell that she loved them. Yeah, another yet another Game of Thrones reference. It made me think of Cersei Lannister. Yeah, like loves her kids, but brutal but, as fuck. <laughs> yeah, like really, really loves her kids, but fuck everybody else that's not her kids or Jamie, you know? <laughs> no, the fuck Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all ah! um, so they earn a reputation, her, uh, Elizabeth and her man, Frank Nasty. Mm-hmm, Frank Nasty. They earn a reputation for being really fucked up and mean lords, and, and, and I kind of believe them. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, uh, everyone was rough. Like, you would be, I think, lucky to have a lord and lady that weren't assholes, but they just, I mean, they were just known to be really, really brutal. And they keep asking all these servant girls to come over, and the families would obviously, you kind of had to do it. Well, and also, for a peasant girl to get a job as, like, a maid in, like, the big castle, I mean, that was a huge opportunity for them. Yeah, um, pin a rose on her nose. Yeah, it's like, and so, of course, they were like, yeah, just go. Yeah, we know she's supposed to be mean, but just keep your head down. Just do your work and you'll be fine you know yeah, just don't piss them off don't start no shit there won't be no shit little <laughs> did they know that there was gonna be shit yeah a lot of it <laughs> yeah some early accusations yeah, some of these little peasants start showing up missing showing up missing no, not showing up missing, <laughs> they're, they're some fucking them, missing some of them turn up missing <laughs> <laughs> one of the early stories was this uh, I, I read was a woman like was stealing and she, like, burned a coin to where it was, like, white hot. Like, she put it in mm-hmm. a fire and it was white. And she made this person grab the white hot. Yeah. Oh, I be- that hot. story, I definitely believe. Because branding. Like, we talked about it in yeah. the um, Marie Antoinette episode. They yeah. branded that one chick that did the, like, impersonated the queen in letters or whatever. Um, so it wasn't uncommon. It wasn't uncommon. So that story, I definitely believe. But mm, but nobody tried to steal money from her again. Yeah, and around this time, there was also a, 
a story about a woman who was like brushing her hair and she brushed her hair too hard so she just leaned over and fucking decked him in the face yeah she punched her nose and like this is people say this is when she started to get like like a thing for blood see this is where the dracula thing like mm-hmm. whenever i go back to dracula and it's like vlad the impaler never had like this huge obsession with like i don't We'll get to it later. I don't know that Elizabeth really had a huge obsession with blood. Either. But I mean, the story. This is yeah. where the this is where the writer got yeah. the story from because it was pulls like, oh, from like legend. She and... punched somebody in the nose, got blood on her hand, and then she's like, "Oh my god, my skin is so gorgeous." I've also heard that she got blood on her cheeks and was like, "Oh well, that looks pretty." And I just I'm like, "Oh, so she discovered blush." Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I read like the science behind it, and they're like, well, maybe because back in the day when you had your menstruation, yeah, you, would you were lose like a lot iron, of iron deficiency, deficient, so, so maybe when she drank the blood or like had it on her skin, her skin was like, oh, iron, yay, and yeah. it made her look, no, yeah, younger. I heard that. I think I I saw that in like a documentary or something. Um, and then yeah. around this time, she also had a torture chamber that was installed. Uh-huh. Like her husband's like, oh, I'm not going to buy you a new car because they didn't have cars back. Then. <laughs> um, she's like, no, I'm going to buy you uh, an Iron Maiden. And if you don't know what an Iron Maiden is, it's like, think like a King Tut style tomb thing standing mm-hmm. up, but it has the spikes in it. So whenever you <laughs> close it, it kills the person. I don't want to. <sighs> That's so oh. lovely. Uh, I'll get that bitch an Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches love Iron Maidens. <laughs> So, yeah, so they're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this torture chamber, so her defenders would say that this torture chamber was a hospital. And yeah. this is where she, like, treated people because she, like we said, she was really, really well, well educated. educated. And she had her shit together. And so maybe that's what she did. I also heard that uh, she would help, like, later on. We'll get to it later on when they um, talk about the accusations and everything that she tried to be like, no, I was trying to help unwed mothers and, like, perform abortions, basically. Oh. Um, but, I mean, oh. Planned with, Parenthood 1600. With all these, uh, nope. and it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like any of them went very well. No. Nope. Maybe you needed to stop <laughs> performing abortions. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. She was a, a supposedly really vain and would, like, change clothes. Yeah. And, like, multiple times mm-hmm. a day. Was obsessed with her, her beauty. And I read something that she, like, rubbed onion on her skin to make it whiter hmm. and i looked it up online and that's still legit that's like, a thing they still do that the daughters of the people in the town like start disappearing yeah. and i mean but they're peasants what can they do yeah they're basically servants at the time they can't like no there's nothing they can do it's the fucking 1590s yeah <laughs> and uh, so rumors that maybe she's doing more than just being a really strict boss are like floating around and in 1601, there was this uh, Lutheran minister, Stephen... Maggiari? Maggiari? Yeah, sure. Um, starts wanting to investigate her more thoroughly. Mm. And, um, but Frank Nasty is able to, like, protect her and shuts it down and maybe throws, like, some bribes in some directions and nothing comes of it. Like, shh, don't, don't say anything. I really like it when she tortures people. Here's some money. <laughs> but then in 1604... Frank Nasty dies. And he, before he died, he entrusted his kids and wife uh, to that homeboy that we named earlier, Thurzo. Yeah, he was like, M- look after them, make sure nothing happens to him. He was actually hoping that Thurzo and Elizabeth would get married <laughs> because um, he said a wealthy single woman in the world is, like, vulnerable. 
and is going to be taken advantage of. He and that didn't quite pan out the way that he wanted. It didn't. They didn't get married. No, they didn't. I think Thurza may have already been married, or like maybe he was recently widowed. But like, and they were related. Uh, <laughs> but they were closer related. Um, so Lizzie and Thurza were closer related than she was to her husband. So he. He did have interest in what happened to Lizzie because your family members do affects your own reputation. Yeah, everything. no, absolutely. Yeah. And whenever her husband was dying, he, he was, like, dying for about two years or so. He had, like, I read that he had some, like, war injury with his leg. Yeah. There's something with the leg. Like, something. I read something with the leg. If I, if I knew. It was some old war inju- injury that just, like, Yeah, and so whenever and he finally succumbed to dying, he left her responsible for all the fucking land. Because their, their son was only, like, six. So she was running all these castles, all everything, all on her own. She goes to Thurzo and the king and is like, hey, so now that I'm a widow, I need to look out for myself and my kids. Can I get that money you owe me back? And they were like, new phone, who dis? Exactly. (laughs) Because that's how it goes when you're a woman alone in the world in the medieval time. And her reputation right now, so once her husband dies... It seemed like her torturing just got fucking worse. She, well, she, she was lonely. And so, you know, some people take up yoga. Some people some take up t- hot torture. iron pro- what, what is the fire prods that yeah. she put in people's vajayjays? Ooh, like, I don't oh, want to. Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. So let's just kind of get. I'm going to give you a little. Some sip. people take up yoga. Some people take up JJ burning. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm going to give you, like, this is a Halloween episode, so I got to get gruesome with you. <laughs> so there's needles through your fucking lips no. or fingernails. No. She would throw water on you, and it's cold outside, and you were naked. And yeah. so they would just keep throwing water on you till you just fucking froze to death. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Merry Christmas, you're frozen. Yeah. Um, she would cover you in honey in the springtime and then let the insects just, like, fucking eat you Mm. um she would make her peasants do all of their chores naked like made me think that like if she was a lesbian this is like a freudian like or not so much freudian as that she just likes to see naked people naked women like neurotic (laughs) sadistic yeah bdsm yeah like like, i'm your boss you gotta do this shit naked yeah and if you didn't iron your clothes right she'd be like oh iron in your face like (laughs) burn your face off Oh my god, it was awful. And yeah. then around this time, uh, a Lutheran minister... The one that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, he's like, I just keep hearing screaming from this bitch's house. Yeah. And they would like reportedly throw pans and pots at the walls to like drown, drown out. out the screaming of all these people that she was torturing. I don't and know he, why I'm laughing, and it's that's, awful. And that same <laughs> minister keeps going like, come on, you'll have to like properly investigate this woman. Something is going on. And the king's like, oh, but she's just, oh, she's so rich. <laughs> I can't. She's rich, bitch. And it's just peasants. <laughs> Who the fuck cares, you know? Yeah, and this is when the people in the villages started spreading a shitload of horror stories. Like, okay, there's the one about her drinking blood. Yeah. Um, there's the one that she was a lesbian, and she her lover was Anna Dervula. Dervula. Um, and then her servant, Dorka. So apparently... It's a cool name. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) What's your name, Dorka? Dorka. Oh, Oh, God. Listener Dorka, Dorka, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So Elizabeth is, like, bedridden for a certain amount of time. And she'd be like, hey, Dorka, bring me some peasant girl. Bring me meat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, spoiler alert. Mm. So Elizabeth would, like, rise out of bed to meet this little servant girl, but she didn't quite meet her. Um, She would eat her. Uh, (laughs) She bit her on the neck. And that's, again... 
Dracula. Like, I don't. That's where the Dracula thing. I don't, I don't think, think it happened. I necessarily believe no. that story. No. But um, but to the nobility, they were still like. She still had a good reputation amongst her, like, the nobility. She's rich. She's rich. She's, like, well-respected. Educated. Yeah. And so she opens up a finishing school, like a boarding school. It's, like, called a gymnasium. Yeah. It's, like, gymnasium. Yeah. And it, um, for girls of, like, lower nobility. So that they could come and learn, um, what, how did she put it? The social graces appropriate to their class. So she accepted 25 girls into her charm school, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a way for her to make extra money. Ka-ching, ka-ching. It just seemed like a really smart idea, except I guess, I think that she didn't factor in that she's going to need to treat these girls better than she does the peasant girls. But I want to beat the shit out of them. But, <laughs> Let uh, me fucking whip my slaves. And um, so people start complaining whenever the noble girls go missing. Oh, one story that I read that I want to share. Like, there was one girl that was, like, in her finishing school that sang really well. Oh, yes. And so she had, like, a party and invited people over and had the girl sing. But the girl was so nervous that she didn't do a good job. She didn't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> she was so nervous she didn't do a good job. And Lizzie gets up and just slaps her in the face in front of everybody for not singing mm. well. And I, and I read that she, like, tortured her. But that's where the stories kind yeah. of grow into but something yeah. else. But once noble girls go missing... I mean, they can't. They can't. They have to address they the situation. They have to address the situation now. <laughs> um, and it was the beginning of the end, really. And, yeah, there's like, oh, there's all these chicks around that are yeah, the missing the, their fingers. The people <laughs> in the town are like, all right, this girl that works over there has a black eye when she comes to buy eggs or whatever. This girl has missing fingers or whatever. And that's like where the people who try to preach that Elizabeth was innocent, they're like, oh, she was treating people. Yeah. So they had burn marks because she was like carterizing the wounds. Yeah. And, and they believed in like bloodletting then. I don't know. I don't think she was at any no. point actually trying to be. I don't know. And so there was this whole thing about bathing in blood. and But see, it's scientifically impossible. It is. Like your body only has <laughs> 1.2 2 gallons and like, of blood and it coagulates yes, really quickly like yes, your like blood it, if i were to like poke myself like within a minute or two my blood would be like hard yeah like, like it, it would harden it and it's impossible so, so the bathing in blood we have debunked that <laughs> lots of people have debunked it before us but we're gonna take credit she did not bathe in blood but anyway so that minister that we were talking about earlier says so there was he worked at the the church that was on Kashti Castle's grounds and there was a tunnel that went from the church to like the main castle he said that he found boxes with decomposing young women in them and he said it like smelled so bad in that tunnel he couldn't breathe well i would imagine so <laughs> yeah and up until this point her her wealthy and powerful family had been able to protect her but there was just too much no there was just too much for them not to investigate um supposedly the final straw was um people in the town saw lizzie's crew like just throwing bodies over the castle walls like but they were just getting so sloppy there's like mm. We can't be touched. Just throw them over the Let castle Let the bodies wall. hit the floor, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I sure, guess. I'm sure that's exactly what they said. <laughs> Just let the bodies hit the floor. She's your goth queen. Yeah. So I guess. I guess so the king sends Thurzo. He's like, okay, go check this out. 
on December 30th, 1610. And whenever he walks in, it's claimed that he, like, trips over or nearly trips over a dead girl. Yeah. See someone that another one's, like, in this corner with, like, just moaning and, and groaning. And, like, yeah, but just, like, holes in her, nearly dying. Um, okay, so he reports dead bodies under the floorboards. Shallow graves with dismembered girls in the castle grounds. That horrible fucking smell. Dogs running around with body parts in their mouths. Like... Uh, yeah, kind of weird. And, a, like, dungeon full of chicks just getting tortured. Yeah, girls in cages, <laughs> chained to walls, strapped down to torture advice, uh, devices. Things didn't look good. Mm-mm, there's not really much coming back from that. So they arrest Miss Bathory and put her on trial on January 2nd, 1611. So- I read that they, like... Walked in and she was like playing with vials. Vials. Like maybe she like really was trying to make medicine a natural or something. Healer. Or, like, huh. I don't know. I think she still beat the shit out of a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we say she was put on trial, Not, like she wasn't on trial. You didn't. You didn't put people of that high a status on like a public trial. Um, but they still, you know, judged her. Yeah, and do you think they would give a woman a fair trial back then? Fuck no. no. Patriarchy. Um, her minions, however, did go on trial. She had, like, several um, maids and, like, right-hand ladies and a, um, a small person. Little person. Named Thicko. Thicko. Yeah. That's Dorka. Um, I, I want to say Eliana or Elana or Elena, but it's Alona. Um, <laughs> Katarina and Thicko. Those Are you with her... somebody? No, I'm Alona. <laughs> I'm Alona. Oh, that's great. I may have. Like, yeah, they started spilling the beans and being like, she did all these horrible things, but like they were tortured while they were questioned. (laughs) That's what's so funny is like they're admitting to torturing people while being tortured. Well, like, yeah. (laughs) So so it's like, wait, the fuck? What comes around goes around. (laughs) But no, um, back then they actually thought that people who gave confession under torture were, like, the confessions under torture were more true. Yeah, now we know that forced confessions aren't real confessions. Yeah, exactly. Haven't you watched Making a Murderer? (laughs) Like, hashtag Brendan Dance. They estimated anywhere from 35 to 650 girls were murdered. Okay, this is like a 30-year period. Yeah, so what I was reading is like the 650 number came from this just random chick who's like, oh yeah. I saw it in a a diary. Yeah, she wrote she wrote all the names down in a diary. And and they were like, and they're like, can we see that diary? And she's like, like, "Mm, I knew phone who dis. You know, like, (laughs) I don't think so. So, uh, I don't think it's true, but I mean, serial killers do, like, keep trophies, and they like to keep track of who they kill. Yeah. Like, I get it. And then, and at the same point, like, 650 people in 30 years. So she would have had to kill, like, 20 people every it year. It makes me think of, do you remember that Eddie Izzard bit from his Dress to Kill stand-up? Yes, yes, yes. He's, who's he talking about? Paul Pot or something? Where he's like, oh, his diary must look like... Breakfast, death, 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 death. <laughs> Afternoon tea, death, 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 death. <laughs> but for real, like, 650 yeah. people over 30 years, so, I mean, it's plausible. It, it's plausible. I, I doubt it. I but it's. I, I can see the 35 number. That's like one person a year. Yeah, that's, like, um. I guess that's common. I don't know. <laughs> people died a lot back, like, died pretty easily <laughs> back then. <laughs> They die now, too. Yeah, but, like, they didn't have penicillin and stuff. But, um, 
One thing that's interesting is uh, her minions, all the women who were supposed to have helped her over the years, had their fingers pulled off before mm-hmm. being burned alive. And that little person, Fico, uh, he got granted the, the nice death. It was like, oh, let's just cut his head off. We're just going to be him. Uh, he was, he's just a poor little short guy who's deformed. Yeah. And we feel bad for him and that he got pulled into it. No, no, no. I think he got the same amount of pleasure that all the other yeah. ones did. <laughs> so, um, you'd think they'd execute her, but they didn't. Thurzo kept the King of Hungary from doing that because it was his family. You know, he didn't want to his family to have this reputation as somebody. Because also, if you're executed for, like, crimes like that, your family can't inherit. Um, uh, the king takes all your lands and everything. So and they did owe her money. Yeah. Um, so her son, Paul, did get to inherit everything. Um, I read that they were going to try to send her to a nunnery. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, you don't want to send her around a bunch of young women virgins. <laughs> Those are the two things that, and that's what a nunnery fucking is. Yes. <laughs> they would all be dead. So <laughs> what they did is they put her in Kashti's castle, like um, put her in a room and just walled up that room. Like solitary confinement. Like just put a brick wall up. With just, like, a slot where they could, like, send her food under it. And I was like, this is your punishment. Ooh, I'm claustrophobic, so that would not be fun. I just I just think about where it's... That, like, where does she use the bathroom? Obviously, she uses the bathroom in that room, but, like, can she... So she just sits with her shit for the rest of her uh, life? Uh, Did she have a window she could throw her shit out of? Like, the, the shit window, bucket? To the window, to the wall? Ugh. Let's down my bar. Gross. Like, that, that would be the worst thing for me. Also, like, I mean, because I guess you could read and have lots of time for, like, poetry writing. (laughs) Um, But my whole thing is, like, where, so they just leave her in the room with her shit? That's the worst thing for me. And she was there for four fucking years. Four years years until she she died. Yeah, and I had read that she had maybe tried to, like, starve herself towards the end. Oh, I've heard in several sources (laughs) say that she was, like, the day that she died, she did complain, like, to somebody of, like, feeling like her heart was beating irregularly she was like my hands are cold and they were like go put them on the fucking fire i don't whatever (laughs) here's your food go shit in your bucket now (laughs) and um but yeah then she died that day and i don't know or like they don't know because it's not like people like chatted with her so she could have been dead a couple of days before yeah that's true that's true but so yeah so that's how yeah, so she, like we said earlier, she is in the Guinness Book of World Records for killing fucking bitches. Yeah, she is the most prolific serial killer. Once again, we need that on business cards. Um, the king, like, made a law, like, nobody can talk about her. She just needs to be forgotten. Obviously. Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. Obviously, since we're still talking about her, 500 years later, that didn't go as he planned. Yeah, they, like, burned all the shit that had anything to do with her. You couldn't yeah. talk about it. You had to burn all the stuff yeah. that had records of it. And blah. And that's where, like, the history kind of gets muddled. Is yeah. Because it was all, like, destroyed. And then after her death, um, yeah, they couldn't talk about her out, out in the open. But just, like, the stories and the myths and the legends just grew and grew and grew from that. And it went from... That's where it came, you know, that she drank blood and bathed in blood and stuff That's like bullshit. that. One thing I think is really interesting is that <clears throat> the reason they made it, because, like, the story now, 
the most common story now is that she did it to preserve her youth. She would kill virgins, bathe in their blood, drink their blood to preserve her youth and beauty. There's no. Like, that didn't happen. And people at the time weren't saying it was happening either. That is, like, a story made up later because people just can't fathom that... Why would she do this? Or that women can be sadistic or just fucked up. They're like, oh, she must have been doing it. She must have had something... Yes. It must be something about her wanting to be beautiful. Um, So they pin it to this this female, like, oh, she's... Obsessed I mean, not that beauty. I'm not that I'm saying it's good to be a serial killer, but like, <laughs> I don't think she was a. If she was a serial killer, I don't think she was a serial killer out of wanting to. Like that was all made up later. Yeah, like, I, I think I think that she did kill a lot of fucking people, and she did beat the shit out of a lot of fucking. I, people. Yeah, so like, but I, I think it, in this time frame, in this time era, it was normal to do that. So did she take it a step or twelve too far? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do I think she probably killed a few people? Yes. Do I think that she was like somebody I'd want to hang out with? No. No. Like she was, she was a crazy bitch, but I don't, I just don't believe all the hype. Yeah, I, I, but I believe a little bit of it, of just like the, like even the bathing in blood. I'm like, I wonder, did she take like a horse bath? And it's a, but like, you know what I mean? Like where you like dab it in the uh, sink. Did and you then call like, it a horse bath? Yeah, that's what I take in the, like after you get done sleeping with the guy and it's like the next morning and you stink, you go to the sink and you. I think I like, just call that a sponge bath. Oh, I call it a horse a bath. A horse bath? <laughs> that's not a th- is that a thing that people say i've never heard that before it is now <laughs> but like i could so see she her... horse she horse bathed in blood not horse bathed no horse <laughs> but yeah so the she... plural oh, okay <laughs> so she just like sponge bathed in blood yeah but maybe she didn't okay. fully do it she didn't like bathe in it she was just like oh, i'm gonna put it on and i i think that 75 percent of it's true Okay. I think that it's like overblown a little. Yeah. Well, so anyway. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed our a spooky, scary Halloween Ooh. episode. You can email us at queenshistorypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Find us on Twitter. No, I'm not going to do it. Find us on Twitter at queens underscore podcast. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. Uh, follow Stitcher. us on iTunes. I'm going to stop now at okay. Queens Podcast. <laughs> oh, one word. Queens one word. Podcast. <laughs> hey, you know what? While you're there, if you want to leave us a review. Leave us a review. Yeah. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Follow uh, us on Facebook. Queens Space Podcast. Mwah, bitches.